Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Hawaii. What? No, I'm kidding. We're in LA, but it's super hot here. Welcome to Better Together, guys. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every single day. Our quote of the day. I have two options here, Kelsey, and I actually liked really both of them. Nice. So I'm going to go with both. The first one is from a person I can't really pronounce, BKS Iyengar. Mm. Health is a state of complete harmony of the body, mind, and spirit. When one is free from physical disabilities and mental distractions, the gates of the soul open. Shit. So if I get my hut and I live alone, <laughs> my soul's going to open, guys. There will be no mental distraction. That's right. I was just saying before we got on the air, I'm like, I think I want to move and I want a hut. <laughs> and that's all I'm responsible for is like a, like a 10 by 10. Just me. No poop to clean. No Wi-Fi to fix. I think you'd no like it for about a week. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. would be like, I don't like my hut anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> I give it three days until, until there's an extension being yeah, built. Yeah, right? <laughs> Guys. Oh, my God. All right. The second quote, to keep the body in good health is a duty. I loved this. Mm. To keep the body in good health is a duty. Mm. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep the mind strong and clear. Buddha. 
That's a good one. All right, guys. Heel Squad. Hello, hello. Mm. Welcome back. We're coming to you from Los Angeles. Kevin is still in Connecticut. He <laughs> believes he died of COVID. <laughs> he, how does he go from he has dragon's blood and cannot be touched to I think I died of COVID? He literally, for the last... This is why I love Kevin. So it's been, what, 20,000 years we've been together and he still <laughs> makes me laugh. He's still fucking funny. Mm. So he keeps saying to me, he goes, honey, did I die of COVID and we don't realize it? <laughs> Because he's just like a walking zombie. He's just in third renovation now. Ugh. He's in renovating hell again. He's like, why? Why is this happening? And um, and I was like, well, I, I kind of feel like a widow. So, yeah, it, it could be that you did die. And maybe I'm just so distraught with grief I didn't even realize. <laughs> could be. Could be. Anyway, today <laughs> we have some really important topics. Um, we're going to be talking about the connection between mental, physical, and spiritual health. We're going to be chatting with my good friends, Yogi Cameron and his amazing wife, Yogini Jema, about the connection of mental, physical, and spiritual health. Ayurveda and yogic science uh, look at the root cause of health issues, which is so important and so overlooked in general. And we're going to discuss how knowing your body, mind, and mind on a physical and mental and spiritual level can can help us with our ailments. Um, These two definitely helped me a lot throughout my journey and throughout the years, especially recently with my mom. So I'm going to share that with you guys. But first, before we get to that, um, I have to tell everybody to beware of scams because I was targeted the other day. Uh Uh-oh. And I wanted to share it with you because I started telling everybody I know. So I got a call. I'm in the makeup chair shooting my Roku episode. And I get a call from uh, somebody who says that there's been fraud on my credit card. And I'm like, oh, shit, here we go again. Because it happens, you know, actually it used to happen all the time when I had MasterCard. Now that I have an American Express, it doesn't really happen. It's very rare, by the way. This is not a plug for American Express, but it will change your life. Anyway, um, so they they called me and they said there was some fraud on my card and to push one if I wanted to rectify. And I was like, yeah, push one. So I push one. I get connected to this guy. He obviously is from another country. So I'm like, okay, we're outsourcing. Fine. And he's like, oh, uh, there was a charge very far away from you. And, uh, and I know it wasn't you. And I said, huh. And he goes, he goes, I go, well, what were the charges? He said, two iPhones, very far away from you. He didn't say, like, I know you live in Los Angeles. This was done very far away from you. It was very generic, right? Mm. And I said, well, where? And he said, Thailand. I go, oh, that was definitely not me. (laughs) First of all, we did not buy two iPhones. We did not. So he had me for a split second. And then as he's talking, he's like, well, I'll connect you with the, you know, the department to fix this, and you'll give them your account information, and da 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 And I go... Can I ask you a question? Because <laughs> now I know. I go, which account specifically are you mentioning? Click. Yeah. And then I look at the phone number and it said Citibank Online. First of all, credit card companies are not 
calling you like that and they're not being general with things and they're obviously not hanging up on you when you ask which credit card. But I realized, you know, my parents were immigrants and they could totally have been scammed in two seconds into giving all their account information over. So I was like texting my housekeeper. I'm like, do not give your account information to anybody. Just go to the bank specifically in person if you ever have to do anything. Then I call Kevin because I said, I wasn't born yesterday. You're not going to get me. But my husband, you would get. (laughs) So I called Kevin and he goes, oh, yeah, I totally would have fallen for this. I was like, I love you for being honest. So because, listen, they catch you in a moment. Kevin's like on a roof tarring right now. And all of a sudden someone says we have fraud. He's going to be terrified that I'm going to like, you know, yell at him probably or something. So he would have given them everything and we would be broken on the streets. And my hut would have been very appropriate because that's probably all I would have been able to afford after they scammed me. That's how you're going to get your hut. No, I don't want it like that. I want a hut with lots of money in the bank. I don't want a hut with no money in the bank, Cameron. Um, So anyway, so I'm sharing that with you, especially like, listen, anyone who's listening to this, I think generally could have a good enough instinct not to be scammed, but we all will have our moments when we're so busy that we're not paying attention. So please pay attention because these people are scamming harder than ever. And, um, and it's so easy to happen. So just don't fall for the trap. But the biggest message is please tell the people around you, like the elderly people, they're the ones who get scammed the most. Tell your grandmas, your grandma's friends, like your, you know, neighbor that's elderly and alone because they're the ones who are really going to get targeted and really hit. So um, that is my spiel for the day. Now, back to the hut. Uh, If I have a good mental, physical and spiritual connection, my hut will be just fine. Uh, Yogi Cameron is a yogi and Ayurveda therapist, former fashion model, best-selling author, and of course, a good friend of mine in the shows. Yogi Nijema also left the entertainment world behind to pursue her spiritual calling. Her mission is to bring the complete practices of the yogic path to women around the world who want to live a more elevated and purposeful existence. Heel Squad, Let's welcome our friends, Cameron and Jema. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Hi. We're back. <laughs> I haven't seen you guys in a minute. Mm. Yeah, you're always busy. I'm not sure that hut's going to work out. Oh, <laughs> you see, talking about... When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Attracting things. You want the hut mentally 
But actually, you don't really. No, want I blame that. Kevin, Cameron. <laughs> I, I full on blame Kevin because he's the one who kept accruing more dogs, and I would say no, and he would say yes, and I look back at our lives, and our lives were so complicated. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Why did we take on as much as we took on? I don't know. Um, and I think a lot of us kind of get wrapped up in these traps, and you guys are the ones who are like. Mm, let me calm you down and let me say you guys are nuts in the nicest possible way. Um, and you've, you've given me those eyes many times throughout the journey. You're like, why, why, why? But when you're in the gerbil wheel of madness, it's hard. Your body's screaming, your mind is screaming. You just don't know how to do it. And so I hope today we can kind of share with people how to do it. Like how the heck when we're all running at a thousand miles an hour, how do we kind of connect all those pieces? Because like I've been to your house, you guys will take your time. You'll make your Ming beans, moon beans, moon, moon, <laughs> moon beans, which I eat and I love. Mm. Um, and I'm getting a lot of iron because of it. So mm. thank you. Um, and you guys will take your time to do your yoga nidra and all of this stuff. But for the everyday person whose life isn't that, isn't being the teachers and the practicers to kind of be the role models, it's really hard. Like, Pooja today, who who came in with a crate of coffees. P, I'm throwing you under the bus. Um, <laughs> I'm getting ready in the morning, and I look out the window. I see Pooja coming in with all these coffees. I go, oh, wow, they made a coffee run. And they, they're surprising me. And she goes, oh, no, my brain wasn't working. These are all for me. I go, what? <laughs> Guys, two lattes and a matcha. What? Am I cra- am I yes. wrong? Yes. I, I'm right. You are right. <laughs> and I said, P. So, of course, poor P is feeling guilty. She didn't bring me a coffee. I go, I, first of all, let me pull you aside. I do not expect you to bring me a coffee. Well, she could have shared one. Of them. <laughs> she, she offered. I offered. I did offer. Uh, she did offer. You did offer, uh, but you didn't really mean it. But I pulled her aside, and, and I said to her, I said, listen, first of all, I want you to know I don't expect a coffee. I just saw a crate of them coming in, so I assumed... <laughs> And, um, you know what happens when you assume, but I said, I just want to talk to you because you're 21. You're just out here now. You're just getting started. And I know when I was out here at that age, just getting started, I was just burning the candle at both ends. I was eating fast food constantly landing in the hospital. I didn't have time to do anything. I'm drinking a lot of coffee and I would get sick. And eventually I had the massive demise as we all know. Um, and so I said, I just want to talk to you about like, let's talk habits here. Like what time are you going to bed? She's like, like 12 or one. I go, so no coincidence. You need 18 coffees to like get through your day. Right. She's like, yeah, I know it's bad. And I'm like, okay, so like maybe we can back it up to 11 and then eventually get to 10. Mm. And so, and then I said, maybe on the weekends you have to put some time aside to really meal plan because if you're getting the nutrients that you need in your diet, you should have enough energy to maybe only need one coffee a day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a good plan. But it's hard for, for people when they're, you know, in their careers, in their modes to get there. So that's my long-winded open to what we're going to talk about today and what you guys <laughs> are going to help us with. And, um, and I always love our chats. We always have the best chats. So you guys are in for a funny one because Cameron's fucking funny. She <laughs> just is. You're like, Kevin, you always make me laugh. Um, but, um, I guess first for everybody's sake, who maybe hasn't been introduced to Ayurveda, hasn't listened to the Ayurvedic episodes we've done. Um, let's divine Ayurveda and yogic science and how they can be used. 
Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Facebook group and Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. Well, Ayurveda basically is natural medicine, lifestyle, everything to do with natural living. So it's based on the elements. So when we think about Ayurveda in totality, it's quite complicated because you have to know how to treat the body, what treatments to do, or you know, uh, food combining, all that. But in the basic form, Ayurveda is just about how do you keep your body in balance? And you just do that. So one example is Ayurveda would say, okay, if you have more fire in the body, then you've got to cool it down. Mm -hmm. So everybody can relate to that and go, oh, I'm hot. Let me take my sweater off. Let me put the air conditioner on or whatever it is. So we're already using Ayurveda. We just don't know that it comes from that system. And the, and the reason we follow a system is because it's been there thousands of years. It doesn't need updating. You know, some people say, well, don't we need to, you know, modernize that? But I say, well, the sun is always going to be hot. Sun's at no point cool. So we don't need to modernize that. We just need to know how to use it according to us. So we just need to know if our body runs hotter or colder, and then we either heat ourselves up more with foods that we eat, um, we do more exercise, we heat the body up, those kind of things. So we just need to learn the system. It's kind of like the manual, right? You want to work mm. something, you just read the manual, and you don't say, well, you know what? I, I never read the manual. <laughs> I go heads first. I hate reading the manual, and then I can't do it right, and then I have to go back to the manual, and then I piecemeal read it, and it still doesn't work, and it takes so much longer to do shit because if I just read it the first there time. There you go. So I would say that's the biggest issue. It's not how people are living per se. It's more they don't want to read the manual. Yeah. And they just go, I got this. You know. So Pooja grabs her coffee. She stays up late. Because in the end, you've got to ask yourself, is what, what am I working towards? Because Ayurveda mm. doesn't say be healthy. It says here's the means to be healthy. Mm. But not everybody, actually, if you sit people down and ask them what their intentions are and things, health isn't at the top of their list. Mm -hmm. they, you know, their goals are, I want to make a career. I want this and I want that. But you can't run the 100 meters and the marathon at the same time. Yeah. You can't. So if you're going, 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 I say, you know, people I work with is, how do we just manage you? Because you're not going to stop running. So you got to ask yourself, am I that person who's just running? Mm -hmm. And if you are and you're 21, well, you can sustain it for a while. Yep. Right? But then it becomes a habit. And at 31, you can't stop it. 
So Ayurveda is about that. And uh, Jema will talk more about the yogic science, which is... So Ayurveda is basically how to maintain your body at optimal health if you want to, right? And then yogic science is all about the mind. So Ayurveda, they say, is the, the science that focuses on the body and how to achieve health of the body. And yoga would be the science that focuses on how to achieve health of mind. But they consider them sister sciences that make a complete circle because we can't separate body and mind. Mm-hmm. Everything that the physical body is going through is directly affecting the mind. Everything that the mind is thinking is directly affecting the body. So Ayurveda will approach the physical aspect and how to bring harmony and balance to the body and its connection to the environment and the atmosphere and all of uh, that it's digesting because all of everything that you're digesting with Ayurveda will speak about the elements is affecting the body and mind. And yoga will speak of everything that the senses are digesting. So that would be your, your atmosphere and how it's overstimulating mm-hmm. or understimulating and directly affecting your mind and nervous system. And thus your health. Mm, I like the understimulating too, because yeah. I think oh. that's something that people don't ever think about. Oh, yeah. Well you, you just, some... well, you just told Pooja, go to bed maybe at 11, not at 12. That's understimulating, right? Because the longer you stay up, you're stimulating yourself. Mm-hmm. You're on your phone, you're on your computer, you're you know, drinking something, that's stimulation. Mm-hmm. So anything that takes your heart rate up, your blood pressure up, will, is stimulating. Right? So when you go for a run you're stimulating the body, but you're doing it in a healthy way. And there's a cutoff point for everybody. Nobody can tell you, me as a practitioner, I can't tell you where your cutoff point is. You need to know that. That's why the responsibility lies with the person themselves. You know, So often people say, you know, I go to my doctor, they give me these pills, and I, you know, and I say, but that's what doctors are trained for. Mm-hmm. You're kind of going to an electrician and saying, hey, do my plumbing. Mm. You don't do that because it's not, you know, common sense. And that's how people use doctors. They go to a doctor and go, what's wrong with me? Yes. But yes, they you, give their power completely away. I talk about this all the time. But we should know something about ourselves, you know, because what does he basically do? He says, so where's the pain? Yeah. Okay, it's here. Oh, well, that might be your kidneys. Let's do an analysis, a dialysis. Uh, then the tests come back. Oh, the tests say this is happening. But that's not actually true because there's a whole bunch of other things that are happening to you. And that's where Ayurveda says go to the cause. So if I'm staying up late and I'm drinking coffee or alcohol and then I get up, you know, I have to get up early and then I drink another coffee, that's the cause of the kidney problem with the other things. Yeah. So we want to get down to that. Pooja thinks she has kidney problems now. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is Pooja, the, the name Pooja is uh, ritual ceremonies in, in India. No way. Yeah. yeah sacred so, rituals. So your body is a temple, Pooja, so treat it, treat it well. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you. I know. <laughs> thank you. Um, so, P, since we are talking about you, um, do you have a question to help you on your new journey that starts today? I'm so excited mm. for you. I'm excited too. I guess maybe some first steps that I can take. I guess starting with sleeping early, but maybe any dietary suggestions? Mm-hmm. Mm. So that tends to be the first thing everybody asks is, what can I take? Mm-hmm. And it's not about <clears throat> what you can take. It's, what, it's more about what you can do. For- All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do 
snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Behavior, right? Behavior. So you got to like I said, you can't run the 100 meters and the marathon at the same time. They're two different races. So you've got to first decide is what am I willing to do? Mm-hmm. So what are you willing to do, Pooja? It's a negotiation. That's basically what it mm. is. I love that. Thank you. Or how, import- how <laughs> He's import- actually asking you, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Thank you. It does, thank doesn't you. do it. Thank you. I'm <laughs> done. Why is Pooja leaving the See, building? She left the table. Poker table. The negotiation uh, is the over. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the sleeping early is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you doing at night? Um, honestly, just like winding down, watching TV, yeah. and relaxing, which I guess isn't. It's not relaxing. Isn't mm. relaxing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are you watching water fountains? <laughs> oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> just like, you know, my favorite TV show or something. But I've heard many times from our guests here that that actually hurts you when you're sleeping to mm-hmm. watch TV or be yeah. on your phone. So mm-hmm. maybe reading or meditating. Well, why don't you go to bed earlier? Um, I don't, I don't really know. I just don't mind staying up. But I know it's going to hurt me in the morning because so, I always get tired. So the main point is, so I could say, okay, sleep earlier and all that. But you may not want to do that. Mm. Right. So how do I help you while you're staying up? <clears throat> so the body gets drier and drier and drier as you stay up later. That's why your eyes get dry and itchy, mm-hmm. your body, you know. So I would say don't drink cold things. Drink something warm. Take a herbal tea. Um, drink. Um, do you eat at, at that time? No, not usually. Okay, so take some herbal teas, a chamomile and lavender and things like that. That will start making you a little bit sleepy. But it will also warm the body up, which is better for you. That help you go to bed. Oh. So that's just one simple thing you can do. Um, but don't eat late either. What time do you eat usually at night? Um, maybe like six thirty-seven. Okay, that's good. What do you eat? That's great. Um, it depends. You have like... to be honest about this, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, like pasta or or salads. That's been my go-to recently. Okay. Yeah, see, this is where we get into what the body can digest. Do you have any digestive problems? Um, No. Bloatedness, acidity, um, indigestion. Not good poop. Not good poop. (laughs) Let's define good. Rather than saying the D word, I just go not good poop. We all know what good poop looks like. Yeah, constipation, you know. Do you have any of those things? No, I'm pretty good on that front. How is your quality of sleep? Um, I guess that depends on the night, but, uh, 
it's usually all right. I don't really wake up. I'm a pretty deep sleeper, so. Mm. When you wake up, how do you feel? Refreshed? Light? Um, no, definitely more more tired, a little groggy. I would define that as, what the fuck? I gotta get up right now. <laughs> so that's what Yogi's talking about is that weight. So if you can create a little bit more lightness in your evening mm-hmm. routine and start to wind down, and it doesn't mean everyone goes from like, you know, zero to a hundred. Okay, I can meditate and read before I go to bed. That That's not natural for most people. But you can say you can... Um, wind down and maybe say if you're going to bed at 12, let's say you're going to bed at one now. I think you said one. Say, let's start with, um, I'm going to go to bed by 12 and maybe by 10, I'm going to stop stimulating because what's happening in yoga, we just come into mindfulness, yoga, yoga, all of the Eastern philosophies and practices are about mindfulness and be mindful of that overstimulation that's happening. So when you're uh, watching TV, you know, when you turn the TV off and you close your eyes, uh, everything that you just digested is going to go through a process of, everything you just consumed is going to go through the process of digesting as you sleep. Mm -hmm. It'll come out in your dreams. It'll come out according to the quality of what you digested, which TV show you watched, you know, the mind doesn't stop. The senses just took it all in and consumed it. Now you close your eyes and you're going to digest it as you sleep. So it's just kind of being mindful of um, maybe choosing some more peaceful things to watch or saying, um, try it. I always say, try and experience it yourself. Here are some, you know, subtle little changes. Try stopping the TV at 10 and um, like Yogi said, have some herbal teas and maybe uh, do some writing or... um, you know, anything to, to slow the brain waves down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and meditation is hard for most. And that's where yoga nidra comes in. Because you do yoga nidra and the practices of yoga nidra induce the brain waves, the deep states of meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't have to do the practice of, uh, of disciplining the mind and being able to slow down the brain waves itself. That takes more work. And most people aren't ready for that or that commitment Um, because it's like going to the gym. If you want to start to train the mind, you know, if you want a good body, you got to go to the gym and work those muscles at least five days a week. If you want to start to train the mind, you have to be able to do your practice daily. And most people aren't ready to commit to that. But they can commit to just lying on the floor, closing their eyes, and listening to the practice of yoga nidra. You don't have to do anything. You just have to listen. And that will start to induce the slower brain waves that will start to uh, restore the body and mind and rejuvenate it, to activate the parasympathetic nervous system, all of those things that you need to deal with when you wake up the next day and the overstimulation that you're going to have all day long, which is what we all have now. Mm-hmm. You know, we have wonderful devices that enable us to, to, to move quicker, to communicate quicker, to work quicker, and do all of the wonderful things we can do now. We can travel and work and uh, all of, you know, those, those great things, but it's overstimulating our nervous system. And it's having a direct effect on our health. And that and mind, health of body and mind, and that's having a direct effect on our relationships and on our lives. And so the quality of our life with all of these, you know, things that are overstimulating it that we think are benefiting our lives is actually um, affecting the quality 
of our lives. So true. And I like that you said that you can do yoga nidra, which we're going to go into, um, and not have to actually do it. You can just listen to it because P, I think that could be a great first step for you. Um, I know when I would do yoga nidra, I would be white and I would be like, sometimes I would fall asleep in the middle of it. Um, and I'm pretty sure you said, don't fall asleep when I listen to you. And you're like, just don't fall asleep. I'm like, I'm trying. But you know, when I was practicing it, it was, I was really tired, but, um, it might be nice to kind of make that part of your ritual to calm you down so that you can fall asleep. Because I think there are a couple things that happen. One, we're all so revved up. And then we can't detach from the phone. So now we're looking at Instagram and TikTok and then we go to Twitter and then, oh, let's go back to Instagram, see if anything new happened and then back to TikTok and, oh my God. But the other thing that we've talked about is sometimes like Kelsey and Pooja, like, you know, you work so hard that you want to feel like you got to do something for yourself. And so a lot of times it's like, you'll go out meet your friends and now you're more exhausted um, the next day. So I was saying to them, I said, one of the things that I think might be great is during the week, focus on just get your work done and rejuvenate at night and rest and then have things planned for the weekend where you can bookend it with some rest. You can sleep in, yeah. see your friends, go to bed early one of the nights, usually Sunday night, I say. Um, but you can have your social thing there you're looking forward to because I know for me all these years um, I had to work seven days a week, 20 hour days. Like it was crazy. And I was always on a plane. So now I'm also having that element of stuff, but I had zero social life because I knew that if I had a free moment, I was sleeping, <laughs> whatever free moment I had, I needed to recharge so I could keep going because what you said, what am I working towards? Yeah. I was always working towards winning and succeeding. I wasn't working towards having an awesome social life. That was never my intention. My intention was how do I win? And that is why I think I did so well. Um, now if you apply that to your health, whole oh, that's a whole other story, which, um, I, that's why I wrote this down. I really like that. Um, because I've just noticed myself in these last like few months shifting so much in terms of what I'm eating and now I'm, I think I'm just going to start to say I'm allergic to alcohol because I, I just can't, I, I see my body react so intensely now when I eat out of order. I've been eating so clean, so healthy. I've lost a little bit of weight because of it. That's a whole other adjustment. Um, I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Mm -hmm. 
And so I'm just kind of like, oh, if I eat anything bad, my body's screaming at me. So now I have no choice because before it was always screaming. Welcome to our world. Yeah. yeah. Before, guys, yeah. it was always screaming. So I didn't know the freaking difference. Pooja and Kelsey have no clue probably because they're screaming all the time. Well, Kelsey's got her own issues, but um, that's a whole other thing. Health-wise, her, her stomach's been screaming at her for a while, but... Yeah. Anytime I eat something bad, my body screams. Anytime I have a little bit of liquor, it screams. And I'm like, not worth it. Done. Mm -hmm. Out. And so pee before you have to get to that place. Um, I think everybody has to, everybody should remember, what am I working towards Mm -hmm. with your health and even your career and your life? Yeah. And you won't lose yourself if you put health at the top of the list because you can't do all the other things if you're not healthy. Yes. So if you put health at the top and say that, is going to be my guiding light, then when all the other things come, you'll put it in order based on your health. But why is it that it's our last thing? So I will fully admit, Mm. when I do my prayers at night, I catch myself. Mm. And health is usually the last thing I ask. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. I'm more fearful of losing everything than I am my health. And I've gone through the shit, guys. So how are we going to teach everybody else if I'm sitting there? Oh, shit, God, I forgot. Yes, please continue to flow health into my life. Oh, and yes, you know, maybe we can shrink that tumor inside of me. Last thing I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's me. Even TikTok came before health. Everything. <laughs> Please, God. Please make you, me most famous on TikTok. Can you blow an abundance of TikTok fans? I'm kidding. No, but like I'm, I'm thinking about my, my work, my family, my mm. friends. I'm praying for everything and everybody. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, we take it for granted, right? We think that's our God-given right. But here's an example. I was talking to somebody, sort of consulting with them. I have an eye degenerative disease, and and I'm thinking, and this has happened to me many times, I'm sure many other pe- uh, practitioners, you think, okay, this person's got cancer, this person's got this, or that person's got that. And you say to them, okay, here's the protocol. Modern medicine is taking you this far, you can't get any further, here's what we're going to do. We have people going... Well, I can't make the appointment because I have dinner that night. And then, um, uh, uh, well, can we do it next week? And I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> next week you might be 20% worse. I have no idea. Maybe you'd be 1% worse. But yeah. I thought this should be more important. You know? mm-hmm. But even on those extreme things, because we're in that mode of running, 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 we think, oh, the health can wait. It'll be okay. But this person might go blind within, you know, another three years. The other person, you know, something else. So I think our parameter is our health first. And then from there, we can do our spiritual practices. We can have our relationship. We can have our work. Um, I know you came to the house and it's all, you know, calm and peaceful. But we have our moments, like it would work. We're running a company and things like that. It's like... Oh my goodness, there's so much to do. Yeah. And we're not like going out, we're not partying, we're not doing all these things, but there's so many things to do. And the only way we keep it together is being healthy. Mm. That's literally being healthy, doing our spiritual practice. Because if you, 5,000 years ago, that's all people did. They mm. live in a the forest, they ate off the land, and they 
did this spiritual practice. Yeah, can we do that? Can we all just do that? (laughs) Well, our fear is that if we bought a piece of land and you came and you built your hut, there's a lot of other people who come. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Were you guys going to buy next to me? Come on now. Well, it's to do with our energy, right? Yeah. That's why I said, know yourself. Know yourself. What is your goals and things? Because if your goal is to conquer the world and you think you're going to be healthy doing it, it's not going to happen, right? Because I can name you all the spiritual teachers, all the healthy teachers, all the politicians. They're actually all of the ones who are the most successful all have health problems. Yeah. Mm. Because just because you're teaching spirituality or health and these kind of things doesn't mean you are spiritual and you're healthy and you're, you know. Because look at our politicians. We don't pick them based on uh, spirituality. We don't, we're not picking the Dalai Lama and going, you know, he's the people like that. We're picking people based on, well, we think he'll get the job done or she'll get the job done. I could have a beer with that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that hey, was the, like mm-hmm. the most like last decade line, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. but imagine we pick the most spiritual, healthy people to run the country. Then mm-hmm. we would have a chance at, you know, fighting poverty, you know, all the addictions because we would set rules and regulations based on not, you know, we wouldn't have everybody running around, mm-hmm. you know. So, because all of us have thought, you know, we have, let's buy a piece of land, let's have, put 10 houses on it and have our good friends and people come and live. It's beautiful and we can all support each other, but if our mentality doesn't change, we'll just, we'll build that land and suddenly there's a city around us again because that's our mentality. Mm-hmm. So first we've got to change mm-hmm. the mentality. You know, our friends were like, yeah, we're going to go to, you know, Montana, many people have done that. Go to Oregon, we're going to buy land. And I'm like, well, first you got to change the mentality, otherwise you're going to suddenly have a little village, then it's a city, then it's a country on its own, <laughs> and then you, yep. you know. So I, mm-hmm. the, the suffering of when we have the health problem, whether it's, you know, emotional health and mental health or physical health, that suffering is what then brings us to find the balance to relieve that suffering. We have that automatic, you know, mechanism within us that's going to say, I'm suffering, this is really bad. How bad? Mm -hmm. Some people let it get really, really bad. But then there's that moment where you naturally are going to try and seek some balance. Mm -hmm. So actually, most people that come to us, I would say 90 more percent people that come and work with us is because they're suffering. Yeah. And they want oh, yeah. to relieve that suffering. That's why I came. So, so that's, that's, it's actually a beautiful moment, mm. you know, but when you're 21, maybe you're not suffering so much yet. You yeah. know, for me, my moment was when I was 30 and I was living between New York and LA and I had just a little Ziploc of all these different prescription medication for all these little different ailments. I had, a, I had stomach problems. I had a skin uh, rashes and problems. I had allergy issues. I was having problems sleeping suddenly. Then I started uh, having problems, anxiety on the plane. The decade of overstimulating mm-hmm. my nervous system and not being mindful and not having any care of having the the three uh, lattes and going all day long and staying up to one like puja mm-hmm. hit me at 30. Yeah, but that's what I always say. I go, in your <clears throat> 20s, you can totally take yeah. advantage of yourself. Yeah. You can run yourself ragged and you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. 
in your 30s, it's going to start to hit. And, it, and it'll continue. And then it's just going to keep getting just worse keep getting from <laughs> there. But nobody teaches people that. No one's mm. sharing that and yeah. saying, hey, slow down. That's why I like took a minute to tell her this morning. I'm like, wait, I'm worried. Yeah. Because that is extreme. Mm-hmm. Three drinks is extreme. Mm. And, and I'm glad that that happened because mm. otherwise I may not have noticed it. And no one pulled me aside to tell me that at 21. Mm. Um, but it is... It is a pattern that, and and the workaholic thing, everybody thinks all of this stuff is cool, um, but you have to figure out how to keep your body healthy. Like if you're getting allergies and you're getting rashes and you're having semi-rama, something's wrong Mm -hmm. and we need to figure it out, Mm -hmm. right? So Kelsey, last summer we were in Connecticut together and her stomach was like bloated out and I'm like, we need to fix this. Like we got to figure this out. There were some other issues too. Um, And so now she's become like this psycho investigator Mm. and she's doing what you were saying with the doctors where she's not just going in and say, saying, fix me. She's going in, here's all the stuff I've researched. Here are the things that I'm feeling. Here are the things that I think could be because one of the newest things I've been sharing with people is when you go to the doctor, they're just, they're, they're people who went to school and know way more than us. Mm. Right. But they're not God. And they have 15 minutes with you. They didn't read your chart before because they didn't have time. So all the things you think you filled out and that they should know, they don't know. Mm -hmm. And then you're coming in and you're saying you're having problems. They're just a diagnoser. Like they're Mm -hmm. just going to go off of what you say. So if you don't say anything, they're going to guess or they're not going to get to the, to the point of it all. So you have to go in with your pain journal and knowing exactly what patterns have been taking place. You have to be the investigator. You have to be your own doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the time, because you're in your own body and you're feeling the pain. Yeah. If you just need to, that's what I was saying. If you follow a natural, like Ayurveda, the natural system, you can start to place that pain. Like a shooting pain is more to do with the air element because it's finite. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. The heating pain, pulsating pain is more about the fire element. So you can start to understand, and that dull pain is much more about the earth element. So you can start to read. You have to basically read the Ayurvedic manual. or you know, Because even if you come to somebody like us, I'm going to teach you and say, read that pain. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? Because now intuitively, that's the best way to get to know what it is. Because the body's response is, I give you this pain for you to read it to understand what I'm going through. That's why it gives you the pain. If it didn't give you the pain, you wouldn't take any notice of it. So when you go to a doctor, the doctor doesn't understand that because he's not understanding. He knows the body well, but he doesn't come from the root cause. So he reads the symptom. Mm 
but that symptom is connected to five other symptoms. That's why and behaviors I, and behaviors <laughs> and, the, and doctors are not trained to tell you a whole bunch of things you can do. So yeah. I always find it's a little bit unfair to go to your doctor, like kind of what you're saying and saying, dumping your stuff on them and going, hey, give me the solution, dude. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, oh, well, if you take three of these pills two times a day, <laughs> yeah, hopefully but, it will help. But also we've trained them. Mm-hmm. We've trained them to say we don't have the discipline. We're not going to do anything you tell us anyway, so just give us the pill. Mm-hmm. We want the quick fix. Yeah. We want the quick fix. They're actually training. We've spoken mm-hmm. with, you know, with colleagues and, and, and Western doctors that they are trained to give them the quick fix mm-hmm. and to write mm-hmm. the script. But what's happening is when you go to a doctor, they're only taking the physical aspect. They're not going, people separate my mental problems mm-hmm. and my physical problems. And they go to a shrink or counseling for all of their mental problems or whatever therapy of their choice. And then they go to the doctor for the physical problem. But they're directly connected. Mm-hmm. Because the, the truth is, is that even if you go to a doctor and he diagnoses you and he gives you a prescription, if you are still experiencing the emotions of stress and fear, in the days of your life, if you have an emotion, that means that there is a thought. That is, our, our emotions are directly connected to our thoughts. That means there are thoughts and thought patterns in your mind that are causing you to feel those emotions. Those thought patterns, if you have those thoughts and those patterns, they are release, preparing the body for that reality. So that fear that you are feeling or that stress that you are feeling, your mind is sending a message to your operating systems, to your glands that's releasing hormones to prepare yourself for that stress, for that tension, for that drama, for that reality. Mm-hmm. It's, it, that, that's what the mind is doing. So you can take all the pills you want, but if your mind is still thinking all these fearful thoughts and all these conflicting thoughts, and if all of that's going on within the mind, it will continue to release all of these chemicals and hormones in the body that will prepare you for that. Mm-hmm. So you can't separate it. Yeah, We need to think of both body and mind. And once you start to uh, be mindful of the body and mind, and they start to harmonize, balance it, and they start to harmonize together, that's when the spiritual aspect kicks in. So how do we help the person, not me, who catastrophizes? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about catastrophizing with Brian Mahan. Um, uh, he's a, a somatic expression healer, mm. incredible. Mm. And he was talking about the higher brain and the lower brain, exactly what you're saying is the, the thought triggers the brain to start preparing for, oh my God, we're going to war. We're about to lose it all or horrible locust floods are coming. Oh my God, we're going to die. And I know I'm not the only one that catastrophizes. I mean, completely irrationally sometimes, (laughs) completely irrationally. Um, I look back at my most recent moment and I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? What's wrong with you? Like you really like, and so anyway, but I know if I'm doing it, other people are doing it too. And so, and there are real things out there. People are losing their jobs. People aren't able to support um, their situation. They've got someone who's sick at home they have to take care of. Um, I know for me, it was excruciating having to take care of my mom and pay those bills every week for care and all of that. I can't imagine what it's like for anybody else. And so 
how do you help that person that, you know, is in those situations where they don't see a way out, right? Their catastrophizing is even more real than just catastrophizing. Well, we bring them to the reality. So first, actually talk about the reality because some are experiencing, as, as you were, extremes. You are, you're having acute stress with many different extremes that were happening all at the same time in your life. So you deal with what's a reality and now what are you imagining to be bigger than it is? Mm. So let's take the imaginative factor and put it aside and say, but are you okay? And if not, do we need to prepare for anyone? If it's if you're under acute acute financial stress, let's prepare you for that or rebudget or if that's the focus that you need to focus on or if the stress is here, we need to find what the reality is and then what you're imagining to be more. We don't need to prepare. Are you okay? I always tell people, but but do, do you have enough? Are you able to pay all the bills? Do you have, what do we really, you know, do, yeah. you know, or, or shrink down and, and, and simplify? That's one of the biggest practices that, you know, we start to work with people is just simplify a little bit. That's my favorite word as of late yeah. as, and a long time too. I'm like, yeah. honey, we're simplifying to amplify. <laughs> yeah. I'm done yeah. having cars run my life, mm. having to go call AAA. Mm. Ha- my weekend this weekend was AAA galore. My weekend was moving stuff out of a house that we're selling. Thank you, God. Mm. It's off my plate. One less responsibility. Yes. We are simplifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. life gets so complicated so fast and you sure. don't even realize it. Sure. And then all of a sudden, you can't even focus on the things you want to focus on yeah. because now you're dealing with all this other shit because mm. stuff mm. is just shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we also, you know, when we're working with people, we meet them where they're at because, Mm -hmm. like, I work with somebody who all their stuff keeps them busy. So if we come down to the actual reason they have all the stuff there is it keeps them busy doing stuff. Mm. If we took that away, actually their world would break down. Yeah. So we don't, in their case, take it away. Right? So this is where yoga, Ayurveda, Ayurveda says how to be healthy, but it doesn't say be healthy. This is where yoga says you can be peaceful, but it doesn't mean you will be peaceful. Right? Because we tend to think, okay, this is my stress. I, I just want it to go away. But stress is just an energy. So our guru would say, stress is an energy. Work through it. Don't, don't imagine it and you want to get rid of it. Because it's there, it's an energy, use it for something. But our method is, okay, let me take a volume, let me take this, let me zone out, mm. whatever, our microdose. I just want this to go away. But like Yogini said, we're the one propelling the thought that brings us the stress, but we're not willing to get rid of that thought. So that's why I always ask people is what, uh, I just asked Pooja, what are you willing to do? Mm-hmm. Because we have to see what the willingness is, then we match it. So the guru would say, give people what they want, not what you want Hmm. to give them. Hmm. So if Pooja says, listen, um, I'm I'm not quite willing to do this. Can you go get me another coffee? Hmm. I know she doesn't need another coffee, but I'll go get her another coffee. Yeah. A Western culture says... That's um, aiding and abetting and just right, giving the drunk another drink kind of thing. 
when I give money to somebody in the street on the corner, I don't ask him, are you going to go buy yourself something healthy, right? I just give him the money. Yeah. Somebody else will say, but that's bad because you can see he's a drunk. He'll go just buy it. I don't know what he's doing. So it's Eastern philosophy, Western philosophy, kind of different in that sense because we also have karma within all of this. Karma is uh, not good or bad. Karma just means action. You take one action, it has another reaction. So it has nothing to do with good or bad. It just has to do with, if I drink water, it has one action, a reaction. If I drink a Coke, it has another reaction. If I drink a coffee, so I drink three coffees, it has another reaction. That is karma. That's all karma means. I say to somebody, I love you, it has one uh, reaction. And to somebody else, you say, I hate you, it has another reaction. Right? So... We're taking all of this in consideration. That's why when you read Bia, Bia, um, Iyengar's quote, it's body, mind, spirit, because we're taking care of all of them, body, the mind, and the spirit. Because we are spiritual beings who need to do spiritual practice to bring our spirituality out to each other, because our commonality as humans is our spirituality, not our bodies and not our minds. You know, we're trying to match our minds together. Hey, do you agree with me? Hey, are you voting for that? Are you do the? Are you eating that? Are you a vegan? That's our mind. That's endless. We could have that conversation. This show would go on for a thousand years. But spirituality is, we are spiritual. The fact that we think differently has nothing to do with it. That's why I said, if the spiritual, healthy people were running each country, we wouldn't have wars. We wouldn't. We would all have our basic needs. We wouldn't have poverty. You know all of that stuff. But actually, that's a thought pattern that I'm having. We still would have a lot of these things because karma is there. Because mm. <laughs> spirituality mm. doesn't mean there's going to be peace everywhere. It means things are going to be uh, purposeful and more thought out. And more, th- uh, yeah, yeah, more thought right. out in terms of spiritual terms. Because often you do spiritual practice and your life actually gets more complicated because the spirit puts you through those complications for evolvement. I know. Yeah, we're here to evolve. <laughs> <laughs> <We're here. laughs> so, so I know, uh, I know. <laughs> but back to the catastrophe and what Yogi was saying about the, the it's what our guru says. Stress is a circumstance of the operatings of the universe. Stress is everywhere. Stress is in nature. Stress is in our lives. Stress is a, a natural condition. We need to learn to deal with stress. Now there's stress and catastrophe, and it's knowing what is it really. Our guru will always say, like a bow and arrow. You need a little tension to be able to release the arrow and hit that mark. Too much tension, you're going to break, and you're not going to yeah. be able to hit any of your marks. So we want to take too much tension out of your lives, out of our lives, and just bring us to dealing with the natural stress that exists. Mm -hmm. So we talked a little bit about body and mind. How do we tackle the spirit? (laughs) That That part I don't understand, I feel like. Well, first, you got to come from, there's a mystery to life. Um, In in one of the great epics of... uh, the Vedas, which are the books of knowledge from many thousands of years ago, says you won't know 
the mysteries of life. You're just going to have to accept. But the actions that you take are in your control. That's all you're going to be able to control. You're not going to be able to control the world, the universe, and that. That's, that's part of acceptance. But whether you drink water, a coffee, a beer, or eat eggs for breakfast, or go for a run, those are in your control. You can decide those things. The other things you're not going to work out. So you do have a certain amount of control, but that control is over yourself. Our, our problem comes when we try to control other people. That's when the spirit, and when we say spirit, that's the energy of the, the universe, God, or divine, whatever you want to call it. No spirit wants to be controlled by another spirit. So, and no mind actually wants to be controlled by anybody else. Because even when you come to us, we tell you the roadmap of what Ayurveda and yoga say, but we don't know the actions you're supposed to take, because ultimately you're the doer. We're not the doer. We're doing it based on what we know, and we have to do it, but we cannot do it for you. So you basically take the manual of the road. You know, you want to go from New York to L.A. You've got various ways you can get, and you say, uh, I want to go there in a week. Okay, this route will get you there in a week. Uh, yeah, I'm in a hurry. I've got to get there in three days. Well, you're going to have to take freeway. You know, oh, I, I'm just going to take three months. Oh, okay, you take this road. So you are the doer of that. And on that journey, many things will happen to you. We don't know what that is. You don't know what that is. But that's the beauty of life is there's that mystery. So we have to accept so in our toolkit, we have to have acceptance of life, you know, and know that there's that mystery that we won't solve. Um, but we do know that we have a certain amount of control in certain things, which are what we have for yeah. breakfast, what time we go to bed, those things we can decide. Mm -hmm. Scientifically, <clears throat> we think of spirituality, the word spiritual comes from the Latin root of spiritum, which means the breath. The breath, and the ancient yogis and sages knew, the breath and mind are directly connected. We can control the thoughts in our head. We can control the actual brain waves through the breath. So an example is, if there is a lot of tension in the mind and stress and conflict, the breath is short and shallow. Mm -hmm. If the mind is peaceful and accepting and relaxed, the breath is slower and deeper. So now we may not be able to change the thoughts in our mind and just think ourselves into a peaceful state, but we can slow down our breath. Because if we slow down the breath, it will directly slow down the brain waves. So that's what they started to do in these ancient practices of breathing, of being able to control the mind. Now, why? Because we want to move past. We are operating, modern neuroscience is saying 5%, but before, I'll give us the benefit of, the benefit of doubt that we are operating on 10% of our consciousness. 10% of the mind's power and potential. That is our reality. It is the conscious mind. It's the beta wave within the mind. 
this beta wave happens the moment that we open our eyes in everything we do throughout the day. It's how we react, it's how we respond, it's our intellectual mind, it's our analytical mind. All of it is in this 10%. That 90% we are experiencing when, if you're deeply relaxed, and I mean deeply relaxed, like you just got a massage and you like come out and you're like groggy, you know what I mean? Like that kind of relaxed, not like I'm relaxed on the couch watching TV. Or when you start to, that's an alpha wave, or when you start to go into a theta wave, that's the dream state. So that's where yoga nidra comes in. The word nidra means uh, sleep because as that wave becomes active within the mind, you, your awareness starts to slip as if falling into sleep. Mm. It's a wave in the brain that's otherwise only experienced in your dream state when you are sleeping or if you can train yourself when you meditate to be able to slow down that brain wave. If you can start to activate in awareness, not just sleeping every night, because naturally you are experiencing these waves, and that's why the body, what you mentioned earlier, that you knew you had to take that time. Uh, your, your goal was your career, and that was your focus, and you need, knew that you need to take the time, because you have strong intuition, Maria. You knew you had to take that time to sleep. Mm -hmm. You had to restore yourself. You intuitively knew I needed to, to activate these brain waves to restore the body and mind so that I can reach my goal. Mm -hmm. Kev would always so, say, recharge the battery on the phone. Yeah, Charge yeah. the iPhone battery. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, it's a great example. We, yeah, but we, everything needs to be recharged, but we don't think about recharging ourselves. But in the spiritual world and coming in contact with the spirit is to be able to move past that 10% that we all think is our total reality and tap in to the 90% potential. Now, that potential in the brain, it's where your creative power is, where your creativity is. It's where your power of intuition is. So it's starting to tap into that, that voice that guides. And we all know it. It's sometimes, it's most of the time, you know, these days is diluted by like a just mass noise and, and, and chatter. But if you can slow it down, you can start to tune in to your purpose and what's right for you at this time in your life. And that's what the practice of if you do Ayurveda and if you do yoga practice, but just yoga in the mind of slowing down those brain waves, moving past that 10% and starting to tap in to that limitless potential because ultimately the power of the mind is limitless that's we have people with psychic abilities and people you know the the great gurus and sages that could communicate um uh, with anyone anywhere across the world yeah anything they control the elements they can elevate you go to india you see all this stuff happening they've just tapped into that power of their mind mm -hmm. they've, they've moved past that through the practices to be able to activate those waves once you start doing the practices the spiritual awakening begins because you start to tune into, oh, maybe I have a higher purpose here. Maybe there's something deeper, you know, and it, and it just even starts to affect the quality of your relationships. You'll first look at your partner or your family members and, and want to find um, balance and harmony with them. And then it'll go into your work environment, into your space with your friends. It generally just starts to, you know, 
emanate outward of wanting to have a spiritual experience with everyone in your life. So that's spirituality. Yeah. Taking so, that journey. So with Yoga Nidra, explain that to everybody and that'll be kind of our last part of part one because we do have a part two with you guys. Um, but I want everybody to learn about Yoga Nidra. Mm. So Yoga Nidra um, is a systematic method that induces these subconscious waves in the brain that we're just speaking about or the parasympathetic nervous system. So Yoga Nidra will induce those waves. That's going to take you past that 10%. Um, it's also experienced in deep states of meditation, but you would have to become a practitioner and train yourself to be able to slow down the mind and the thoughts to activate those waves. Yoga Nidra, through its system, naturally does that. It was created in 1965 by Swami Satyananda, one of India's great uh, yogis and spiritual teachers, because he saw he saw that the stress and tension was on the horizon and modern people would not have the ability to adapt to that stress and tension. And they needed something other than meditation. Because meditation mm -hmm. would be an answer. But he was like, could see, they're not going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. It'll become so much overstimulation, so much stress and tension. Perfect example was the uh, nurses in our community that are meditation practitioners. Last year, they couldn't meditate. We can't tell them just go home and do your meditation practice when they're working back-to-back -back shifts and they're dealing with such extremes. And they're you know? exhausted. And they're exhausted. That's why it was Emotionally, hard. mentally, yeah. physically, totally worn. Yeah. Yoga Nidra. I know, because that's, that's how I felt with my mom. I was cooked. Absolutely. And I, But I pushed myself to do the Yoga Nidra. And like I said, a couple times I fell asleep. But it was so helpful yeah. and something that I need to reincorporate in because mm. with everything, you do it, whatever it is, then it has a new season <laughs> and the new season comes and you're like, oh shit, I got to get back to that old season. That felt yeah. better. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's, um, it's a tall order when you're in those extremes. Yeah. It, but things have to become a part of your lifestyle to continue them. It, there's two different ways of doing things. Is one is an experience that holds you over, mm -hmm. right? Which is where everybody pretty much is at. And then there's incorporating something into your daily life as a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That is totally different. When you do that, that's a commitment to health, well-being, mm -hmm. spirituality. Getting an experience is, this worked for me for a moment, but if it worked for you in a moment, Why didn't you great. keep it? Why didn't you keep it? <laughs> yep. Right? Because we suck. Because <laughs> we're lame, Cameron. I am, I am, I am her. <laughs> it worked and then... Oh. Well, because you used it to get out of a situation. Yeah. And then... And then you feel good. And then you feel good. So bad. you don't think you need it anymore. Yeah, exactly. No, but the great thing and is, is that the forget. pattern's in there. You know. So you will forever have that. That's yeah. what we talked about. I said, you have this practice. You will have it for the rest of your life. You will know that if it gets to that, you know, state again, the mind will say, I have this, this pattern. Yep. You can go there again. You have that. Now the trick is, is that experiment with it. It's what I tell people. Just try it. Mm -hmm. Try right now just to do yoga nidra every day. There's a short yoga nidra practice on the, on the 
new um, meditation CD we put out that's 17 minutes. Yeah. Yoga Nidra on the go. 17 minutes. What do you, you mean can... Yoga Nidra on the go? <laughs> it's a new one. It's a, okay. <laughs> it's a quick one. I no haven't one given you that, that one. one. <laughs> it's a quick one. I got the one I got to lay on the floor uh, in my bedroom. Uh, and by the time I get to my bedroom, I am this... cooked. <laughs> so I like Yoga Nidra. That sounds like I can do it in my car. Oh, you can, okay. And you can. Really? You can sit in your car and do it on your in your car, yeah. But it's how do same... you get the theta? waves when you're driving and not crash. Oh, no, no, you, can, you can't drive, but you can oh. sit in your car parked. <laughs> no, you can you sit in your car parked. You can go outside the studio right now and just sit outside underneath a tree, you know, even better lie on the grass. But anyway, just, you can just sit. You can go into a closet if you're in an office or something and have, you know, a closet and go in and just take that 17 minutes. That's what a lot of the nurses were doing on their breaks. They would yeah. go and they would just restore And it's an exact science that, you know, I can get to in in great detail with you. But, you know, it's it starts off. I'll just start you off. Yoga Nidra will begin with a practice called rotation of consciousness. So where you bring your awareness to certain parts of the body. Whenever you bring your awareness to a part of the body, fingers, elbow, arms, you are simultaneously stimulating that part in the mind. There is a neuronal circuit in the brain that it's your motor and sensory circuit. So in that rotation of consciousness practice, in that neuronal circuit mirrors your body. They call it the, 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 like the little man. It looks like this, uh, you know, like a little weird distorted human being in, in the brain. And when you touch all those parts of the body, you're simultaneously creating a flow of prana within this neuronal sensory and motor circuit that causes you to introvert. You immediately let go. That's why most people already, it's activating the, that, the alpha wave for sure and leading you into theta. Then you go on to starting to work with deepening the breath. Because like we spoke about, breath and mind are directly connected. They're just scientific practices that are just, it's like a staircase that are just gonna take you deeper and deeper and slow down the brain waves. You can do that rotation of consciousness sitting just that. So yoga nidra on the go is, it's a shorter practice that will begin with that. And then a couple other practices, try it. Mm-hmm. You'll see yeah. it's, it's actually, it's that scientific and it works every time. The only key is you can't think. So people start to become familiar with the pattern. Oh. So, so they're like thumb next finger, you know, this finger comes first, then it's middle finger, then it's a ring finger. They jump. Oh, that's don't, funny. Don't let the mind jump. Just your Follow only job is to there. relax. Allow yourself to relax for that 17 minutes and just listen to the instructions and do it. Don't jump ahead. That's why I like it because the meditation that I love um, that I do is called the soul sync mm. because she walks me through it. And by the end, like I might be thinking in the beginning mm-hmm. and then eventually it goes away mm-hmm. and then I'm like floating and I feel like I'm in heaven oh, and it feels so good. Beautiful. Um, but she's talking me through it. Mm. And I think that's kind of a, a more modern approach for uh, an approach that works for modern people because it's hard for us to shut our brains down on our own. Absolutely. And that's what I loved about yoga Nidra because you're just walking me through. Okay. Touch your thumb to your middle finger, touch your, touch this, touch that. So we're going through all these things and then, you know, at some point you, 
your snoring, but um, <laughs> or fighting the snoring from going. For the guys who are listening, you can find it on inspireliving.co. Okay, so we're going to put a link to that in yeah. the summary of this episode to yeah. make it super easy for you guys. Um, so we're going to leave that right there um, because we have more to get out of these guys. The next one is going to be all about um, the power of thought. So we're going to go a little deeper into that. Um, thank you guys so much. Of course, you can get um, Yoga Nidra, and also they have some really great supplements they've been working on at inspireliving.co. The supplements are called 108 Health, and um, we will put links to their Instagrams and the website and everything in the summary of this episode. All right, ladies. What did we learn? Oh, man. A lot. I have a lot of questions, too. But, mm. you know, we'll get to it next episode because we got to get them. Well, but if it's questions pertaining to this, let's do it quickly. I just had a quick question. Yogi, when you were talking about the different, I mean, and this just dives more into Ayurveda, but like the different air, earth, fire elements corresponding mm. to different pain points. That was so it was interesting. And you yeah. touched on it. And I was like, like the pulsing is this, yeah. the I mean, I was, throbbing is that, yeah. the dullness. And I was thinking about my stomach and I was like, well, that's so interesting. So I wanted you. Well, if what are had, you feeling in your stomach? Yeah. Dullness, pulsing, well, I piercing. Used to, I used to get shooting pains. Um, I would get like gut seizures. And so the doctor told me, I'm like, that's not a thing, but whatever. Gut seizures are not a thing. In my, I don't, you made it a thing to me. Cause you're like, I used to get gut seizures. Well, Cause that's what they told me. Oh, so, but like, I don't, I'm like, well, who gets a gut seizure anyway? So I used to get shooting pains, but now I feel like I'm like, dying <laughs> laughing over here, by the way. I'm like, but honestly, what the heck is that? So anyways, I used to get that. So I'm like, Oh, shooting. But now I just have like a constant, um, like just constant pain. So I was, and anyways, I wanted you to go into that a little bit because I was like, that's yeah. so interesting. Well, we can discuss that because what somebody's going through is real to everybody. Mm-hmm. So we can go through what you're feeling as a sort of case study and then sure. say, okay, you can take this and that because ultimately whatever you give the body, it will react to. Mm-hmm. So that if you give it the medicine it needs, it will react to it favorably. If you give it something, even if it's organic, even if it's great, it may not react to it well because you're just giving it the wrong medicine. Uh, We're looking into each other's eyes, aren't we, Kelsey? Well, people yeah, tend to think, I mean, oh, I'm Queen doing this. Queen Kelsey was all about taking <laughs> 8 million things because this is good and this is good and this is good. And the poor girl spending all her money on all these uh-huh. supplements and he held well, this and, it, and kombucha that and blah, all this well, shit. And, and I think it's hard, too, because it's like it wasn't necessarily me just being like, I'm going to take this all right. It's like all these different people that I was like, okay, I trust you. I trust you. I want this to go away. I want to feel better, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like me not listening to me and not stopping to be like, Kelsey, what, what's going on? Like, Mm -hmm. why are we listening to these 40,000 people and just assuming that they're going to give a quick fix. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Her quick fix was more natural but she was trying to get the quick fix from anybody who said they were an expert. Right. And by the way, you were dealing with a lot of good people too. And especially even through the show, we have so many incredible people, but you have to keep the power and you need to really think through, is this right for me? Is this not right for me? And and feel that out. So that's something that I've been 
trying to share with everybody who listens to the show is like, we really got to listen to our own intuition about what is right for us Mm -hmm. because health is so individual. That's what Ayurveda says. You are an individual, nobody like you. So take you in this moment, you are not the same person three minutes later. Like we came from 90 degrees outside into 70 degrees, right? What I was eating which maybe I was digesting when I came in now has a totally different digestive process because I'm in cooler weather, right? So let's say out there I was hot, I had a salad, then I came indoors and it was uh, cool. Suddenly my body temperature dropped. I'm not going to be able to digest that salad well because salad is already cold in nature. It's so foods are hot and cold, not spicy. Spicy is something different. That's chili pepper and ch- pepper and that spice. For the record, that's extra hot. Because <laughs> when Cameron worked with me years ago, I was like, spiceaholic <laughs> and jalapenoaholic. And yeah. I didn't know why yeah. I was sopping wet at night, mm-hmm. and scorching through my mattress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that spice. But food itself has hot and cold property, right? So you're... You don't need to know all these things, but you do need to know what they do in your system when you eat them. Mm-hmm. When you drink a nice cold drink, you need what's to, happening in your yeah. body? It's so, having to work so hard to bring you to body yeah, temperature. Body temperature. So people tend to think, oh, I, I, just, I just need something cold right now. So they just keep drinking cold drinks. And it kind of pacifies you for a moment. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, my God, I'm just dying of thirst again. Mm. Why? Because you had that cold, whatever, iced tea. That didn't, first of all, the the caffeine in the tea is dehydrating you. The cold, the body suddenly made that ice into, had to work so hard and work, you know, put out heat to make that cold drink into a hot drink in its stomach. So it put out heat and made you hotter. So these are the things, basically things you need to know on the premise of you, yourself. Uh, then... You can apply that to everything. Then you'll know when you go to a doctor what he's saying. Then you'll know if you go to a practitioner, even if they're amazing, you'll just say, "Mm, oh, maybe that is true, but that's not true in my body. Right? So people come to me and they say, so give me something for da-da-da. My other practitioner said I should take this. Are these actually good? So they're cross-referencing six people. Mm -hmm. And I'm, <laughs> Kelsey and I are looking each other in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? And that's like yeah. making that smoothie that's just got way too many good ingredients in it. Now it's yes. not good for you. Yes. So, See, I've learned a lot, Kelsey. Yeah. That's why I'm imparting all of this advice <laughs> onto you. <laughs> I keep telling them, like, everybody thinks they're doing great with a big salad with all these things in it. And I'm like, but. Cameron taught me you have to digest the walnuts different than the raisins, different from the lettuce, different yeah. from the salad dressing, different from the uh, quinoa, different from the edamame. And holy shit, now you just made a nightmare for your stomach. Which and is, you thought you were doing good. Which is supersizing and supersizing. You know? <laughs> like we, we, we brought out 108 uh, health. And, <laughs> so our supplement line, you know, it's 108 health. Uh, well, it's at 108 health. Um, and people come. So I have one lady. She's like, so I'm taking these 20 pills, right? I'm like, oh, my God. She says, so what can you give me that's good? I was like, nothing. I can give you another good thing, but let's first work out what you're doing with these 20 things. So mm-hmm. my naturopath told me I'm taking this. I'm like, 
Look, anybody who tells you to take 20 pills is not on the right path. That's mm. hands down, whether it's me or anybody, right? That's like somebody going, here's 20 amazing books. You should read them, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, yeah, they're all great, but they're not for you right now. Supplements mean supplementation. You should be getting most of all your things from food. If your diet isn't giving you your vitamin B and your B12, and your, then your diet needs changing first. Then you supplement it with supplements, right? Because you have stress, you have da-da-da-da. But you're still going to need to, like Yogini said, to get to the bottom of your stress. It's no good now you're microdosing mushrooms and you're doing mm -hmm. this and you're, you're taking a bit of that. You're now a confused person with confusion in your body and mind trying to make sense of it all. You, you've got to go back to zero. Yeah. And work with one person you trust, and you better know something in your own body as well. You cannot hand that keys to the house to somebody. They will lock you out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you, and then you, they'll let you in whenever they feel like it. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, you know, I don't think the situation's right, but I'm way too busy to do anything about it. Yeah. A year later, you wake up and you go, oh, you know what? I need to switch that person. No, you need to show up and be aware and stop Take make, action. Take, making some effort so that somebody else isn't controlling your life, you know? So you yeah. need to read the manual. Well, that's that. There are the problems, right? Is a, um, I really feel like, and in, in, um, when we were talking earlier about, you know, breaking down kind of what is the real stressor, what's really happening, I really feel like there's a whole, new career for somebody to be kind of the, the problem solver for people. Like mm. when shit's hitting the fan in life, you call this person mm. and there should be that person in every city in every country where, <laughs> because, because if you're catastrophizing, you need to have someone that can help you, um, calm down first, you know, figure out distortion from reality and then come up with an actionable plan. Right. So I've had different moments where I'm catastrophizing and I'm thinking, okay, what are the things that I can do? But I'm really, really blessed to have a lot of incredible people in my life that I can say, guys, I'm falling apart. Like, mm -hmm. like I did with you guys in February when everything was, you know, really at its peak with my mom and Gabby Bernstein, where I was like, I need help. And I have people that I can call and, and, um, will help me on various fronts but I don't feel like a lot of people have that, you know, in the everyday world, you have your, your cousins, your aunts and uncles, and most of them are kind of in the same boat as you because environment is environment, right? So we're all kind of doing the same thing in our little huddles, right? Um, if anybody's doing anything different, oh my God, they're the outcast because there's shame involved, right? So I think that it's one of the biggest things that I'm realizing in this moment, aside from what am I working towards? Um, is who is my kind of network of people for me to be able to reach out to when I am having a financial crisis, or maybe I think I'm having a financial crisis and, and for my health and my kind of well being because you need someone to put the train back on the tracks. Absolutely. And like Kevin's really good at putting my train back on the tracks in some ways, right? Like if I'm catastrophizing, he's like, Maria, calm down. We're fine. Mm. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, 
And so you need somebody to help put your train on the tracks. I really think there's a profession in there. So if anybody's listening and you hate your job, do this. Cause I think there's so many people that need this. Um, but I do think that another big kind of lesson in all of this is like, what am I working towards without my health? I'm going to shit the bed at some point <laughs> and none of the things that I'm working towards are going to happen anyway. Um, so really how do we, how do we get there first? How do we really realize that our health is our everything so that we don't set it aside in favor of all of these other things? Um, which is really, really hard. Mm. But if, if you can take some of these approaches, right, you can throw in some balance into your life, right? If you're going to throw in a little yoga nidra, like I'm really going to make this my next thing to focus on and put into my life. Like I've cleaned up my diet. I do my grateful list. My grateful list keeps me in check. God forbid I catastrophize, keeps me in check and reminds me there were so many amazing things. Like this weekend when I was moving everything in 101 degree weather, I have to go clean up the mess at this house and move things with, thank you, Michael Klaus, for coming off the bench and helping me. Um, And as the car's dying halfway into the driveway and everything was happening, I was like, oh, I can't say it. Shit. Um, There was a a very well-known comedian that I worked with recently who called me personally to tell me how amazing I was in his project and to tell me that I was funny. So Kevin just kept telling me, Maria, every time you want to complain and bitch about this, just remember you got a call from one of the funniest people on the planet saying you were funny. So all weekend, every time shit was hitting the fan, I'm like, such and such said I was funny. <laughs> and I am going to hold on to that today and every day of my life. Every time shit hits the fan, I'm going to say, such and such said I was funny. <laughs> and I could die now. Mm. So um, anyhow, yeah. I think uh, I think we need our, our network. So start working on your network, everybody. Um, and uh, I think try to implement some of these things. I mean, there were so many incredible nuggets in this episode for you and, and, and the layered approach is always the best approach, I think, because when you try to do it all, it doesn't happen. And then, you know, and then you do nothing. So throw in a little something. Mm-hmm. Pooj, what's your first something going to be? I'm going to try to sleep earlier. I think that's my first step. Oh, try. try. I'm going Anytime. to sleep earlier. <laughs> no, she's not. It's over. <laughs> now we have to shame her into it. <laughs> Anytime the word try is before what you're going to do, it's yeah. a non-start. Yeah. It's okay, Pooj. You'll learn at some point. We'll get there. Um, we'll but get we there. tried. Don't say we didn't try. Yeah. We tried. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for being with us as always. Remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. 
Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.